Hello, my friend fam, community fam out there, and welcome to the Energy Report with me, your host, Rebecca Conran, uh, here on the New Story Podcast. This week we're looking at the energy for June the 22nd through the 28th. The year is 2020, this major year of realigning our mental um, abilities, our abilities to perceive and what we believe in and um, any kind of barriers to uh, seeing clearly. You know, we are experiencing this global um, awakening of sorts. Um, I think sometimes when we talk about awakening, we think that there's like an end goal that we're going to get to, kind of sort of like in Christianity or or any religion where there's an end goal of like heaven. Um, But with spirituality, the goal is always the path. You know, it's not the destination. Um, We do what is right from moment to moment for each of us. We grow, we evolve, we participate. Uh, We push ourselves to be, um, yeah, the the most loving beings we can be. Uh, And it's not for any other reason than it's the right thing to do moment to moment. So... Um, you know, some, some people are going to be, and I also feel this way. I don't know if you can tell this week, but I'm a little bit like, um, I'm pretty out of it. <laughs> I, uh, am definitely feeling the solar eclipse deeply. I'm feeling all these retrogrades deeply. I'm feeling the collective consciousness deeply, my own personal healing Um, and, uh, I feel, um, I guess I feel at both, at both sides of the coin, I feel really full and really, um, that might be feeling full of, um, joy in some respects and enjoying life in certain ways Um, enjoying my connections to my clients and my friends Um, and then I feel really full in other ways that are overwhelming and exhausting Um, and then I feel incredibly empty (laughs) in a hard way and also a really light way. Um, so I guess what I'm saying is, I'm feeling, I'm just a hundred percent feeling. I feel really alive. You've heard me say that before. I feel so fucking alive right now because I am just feeling so conscious of all the energy that there is available to us, and it can feel like a roller coaster ride at times. And, um, I don't believe it's about not doing that. I don't believe it's about somehow hiding away from those lesser desirable feelings or 
not feeling that. Um, I think it's about making room and making space without judgment and with acceptance for all of that energy. So that's what I'm doing today and um, just really roll in with the times. Um, let's get into this energy report. The energy report for the for June the 22nd to the 28th. So um, just to catch us up, we've got Mercury retrograding already. Um, we have uh, five other planets retrograding. And this week we have another retrograde stationing and uh, stationing... Um, we have a planet stationing retrograde and a planet stationing direct this week. So we will continue to have this really drawn out, um, kind of um, tenuous pace through July. Um, but we do have a huge gift this week. Mars is really going to light a fire under our butts and it's going to be nice. And um, we are really going to get to know this Mars energy in a super intimate way because we are actually going to be in this sign all the way until January because of a, retro, a Mars retrograde that we're having. Um, retrogrades are not, they're just normal occurrences, absolutely normal occurrences. Like, I would love for us to not um, view retrogrades as scary things. They're internal periods. They're review periods. Um, they're just different, but they're not bad. And um, we're going to talk a little bit about that. And, you know, the, the, um, the faraway planets like Pluto, Jupiter, Saturn, um, they're retrograding like 50% of the time. They're always retrograding. So it's not uncommon for these, um, for these shifts. And I think it really creates a lot of balance for us, you know, that we are always tempering the forward motion with the um, kind of review patience. Is this what we're really wanting to do? I think that the Venus retrograde we've been in has been incredibly helpful. Um, all of us have had just profound insights around how to achieve union with one another and intimacy and love um, with a stranger, with somebody you've never met, and with somebody that you are, you know, might be in close proximity to. So retrogrades are exceptionally um, important to us. Now, the personal planets, they retrograde a lot um, less. So Venus and Mars, they only retrograde like once every two years. So when we're in a year when those retrogrades are happening, we definitely are going through some profound personal changes. Um, but again, this, this is really important to our growth. The Mercury retrogrades, I think it's really important to have these Mercury retrogrades because they... It really is like what we've learned from the pandemic is we really benefit from slowing down. We really benefit from being patient and um, having a different pace of life. And I think that these retrogrades sort of are um, asking us to do that. And, and um, we don't always pay attention and then we, and then we experience resistance. Um, but if we just really 
align with the time, right? And we say, okay, this is a review period. This is not a time to push forward. This is a time to be patient. If we accept that, I think we have a lot less um, stress and strain because we're not push trying to push things that just can't move currently, you know? Um, so, yeah, I think it's I think it's really special the time that we're living in, really special. And I think everybody that's incarnated right now is really special and a part of that. Um, especially all my listeners, I know you guys are really special because you guys are on a path of um, like me taking responsibility for yourself and developing um, yourself in a way that um, creates. Um, a better world to live in, a more loving world to live in. And it really comes from being willing to heal your wounds and love yourself. And I, I feel exceptionally fortunate to be reminded of that all the time with this work. Um, you know, it's really, and, and, and just like, even just my Patreon supporters, you know, right now I have about uh, 40 people, I think that support via Patreon. Um, it brings about $200 a month. And um, and then we do have some Venmo supporters too. And most of those people are giving about $5 a month. And um, just even that like, a lot of those people are, a lot of you guys are strangers <laughs> to me. We've never met, but I'm supporting you guys in this way. And you're supporting me in that way and helping to support the availability and um, there's this invisible thread of love and support happening between strangers. And we should never forget that that's happening. One other really inspiring thing I want to say, I know this is like a really drawn out um, energy report. I'm a Cancer. I have Mars in Cancer. And this Mercury retrograde is right on top of my Mars. And um, so obviously I am meandering in my thoughts and communication and I think it, it is a little bit to do with that but uh, something inspiring that I read today was um, and today as I'm recording this it's Father's Day thinking about fathers thinking about smashing the fucking patriarchy right <laughs> I laugh but it's like so painful it's so painful what toxic maleness and masculinity in in all of us that lives in all of us is doing to our world but something really inspiring that I read um was that Malala uh Yusuf who was shot in the head by the Taliban for wanting to go to school she just graduated from Oxford and you know when that happened when 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 she got shot in the head and when she was like she had recovered and she was touring around and I just thought this little girl is inspiring millions of people because she's just brave and um, I'm like getting emotional talking about it but I think we just we just can't ever think that like our impact is not impactful that um, it, it touches so many people when we choose to love and when we choose to forgive and when we choose to be brave. And it's hard to do it. It's so much easier to succumb to our numbing and our, our feeling 
justified in feeling victimized by life or pessimistic or whatever, but um, we can accomplish so much. Humans are just so amazing, and especially women, women and feminine energies and men with feminine energy that are really living uh, in accordance with that feminine energy and honing it in. Um, it's really, really special. And it is not something that we should shy away from. And um, interestingly enough, Malala is also a cancer. <laughs> Cancers are, you know, it's a leadership energy and it's a leadership energy about nurturing and um, about being a fierce mother in the world to ourselves and to others. So anyway, I thought that was really inspiring. I think it's amazing what she's been able to do. And it's, it inspires me, you know, to keep doing what I'm doing. Um, yeah. Alrighty. Jesus Christ. Am I pregnant or something? I'm <laughs> just joking. <laughs> I'm very emotional today. Um, and we're going to talk about that. All right, the theme this week. Every, ah, and this is interesting because I wrote this a couple days ago and now I've just said all that about Malala. Okay, the theme this week. Every element of my experience strengthens me. Every single element of my experience strengthens me. That's the theme this week. So whatever you're being tested by, whatever you are being, whatever is just confusing you, hurting you in some ways, you know, um, like there's a part of that energy that is really helping you to come into alignment with a higher part of yourself. I always find that, um, like my grief and my loss, it has this really purifying effect on me when I really accept loss and I accept grief and it, um, it makes me better at boundaries. It really does. And it makes me kind of, it gets me to a point where I like don't have time for bullshit. And um, it makes me more real, you know, in my interactions and the way that I am. And it really deepens my ability to be compassionate and to understand other people. Um, and those things all strengthen me. So every element of my experience strengthens me. The tarot this week is the nine of wands. So this, this is a, an energy card and it's like, whoa, we're overloaded. It, it speaks to needing to be very careful and conscientious about how we're expending our energy. Many of us have been on high alert, okay, both on the offensive and the defensive during this revealing time of deep collective wounds. This card asks us to keep going, keep persisting, but you definitely must take the time to restore your energy levels, too. Um, humans are so tenacious. Even when it seems that there are setbacks after setbacks, still we persist. Try not to expect the worst. Try to give your worries over to the loving, benevolent energy that exists in the universe. Don't give up. You'll prevail through whatever it is you're experiencing currently. And, you know, I'm sure Malala 
I mean, Malala, the, the type of boundaries that were blocks that were put in front of her, I mean, she was shot in the head. People wanted her to die for her wanting to learn and grow and have a place in our collective that she felt that she deserves. And um, I'm sure as she was recovering in hospital, she might have thought she could... I'm sure she had doubts, you know? Like, what am I pushing for? Like, I could end up dead. And will I be able to achieve what it is I really want? And with her persistence and her patience years later, she's graduated from Oxford. A woman, um, a, a person of color, an immigrant. It, it's really like a beautiful, beautiful um, um, symbol for us of hope that you can be in the absolute worst. What's worse than being shot in the head? I mean, but you know, that's terrible. You could be in the most, in the worst situation in your life, clinging to life, just trying to survive. And you just never know what the future is going to bring. So we, we still need to keep giving our worries over to spirit. And we might not see how things are going to work out, but don't give up and expect to prevail. Even if it's a while down the line and even if you can't see it all coming together yet. The ritual that I chose for this week is an internet cleanse, but it's more than that. It's kind of a communication technology cleanse. So this week, the suggested ritual, okay, I'm not here to tell anybody what to do. This is a suggestion. Um, and it's not saying, I'm not saying don't care about what's going on in the world and don't pay attention. The suggested ritual is to take some time away from the news, social media, texts, calls, emails, the internet, opinions of other people. And that could be um, you not going on the phone for the first few hours you wake up or at night. Or maybe this week you try scheduling time that you are on the phone or on your computer and you're spending the rest of the time engaged elsewhere. We've got to give ourselves room to process by giving ample time to ourselves to allow for our own intuitive process to inform us. If we're constantly processing the information of others, their opinions, their advice, their experiences, or that of our surroundings, it makes it confusing to try to listen to what our inner guidance needs us to hear. So as the tarot card said to us, this week we're going to feel battle-weary. The ritual is to take a break from being out there and spend more time in here. You're not going to miss anything. You'll still be able to stay up to date. So this is just really about you know, understanding that like you've got to give ample time to that internal news source, right? That intuitive spiritual source, as much time to that as you're giving to everything else. Do you think that that's true? Probably not because it's hard to 
connect inwardly. It means we have to look at things sometimes that we don't want to. But this week, you know, try to really disconnect from overstimulation of information. And this is really, this is important because with Neptune retrograding starting this week, we're going to really feel some karmic shit coming up, past life stuff, deep stuff in our own lives as well as the collective. On top of the Mercury retrograde, we've got to have some real intimate conversations with ourselves. This is so important. It is really important to take time to yourself. So however you want to work this ritual, totally up to you. You know, it might just be like limiting your screen time. You know, maybe set like an alarm and there's a limit or something. See how it works for you. But this is all about giving yourself time to allow for your own intuitive process. Okay, so let's talk about Monday and Tuesday, the 22nd and 23rd of June. We've got Neptune in Pisces retrograding. So for most of this retrograde, we're not going to feel it super intensely, but we will feel it intensely this week, and we've already been feeling it as a stations. Neptune is the dissolver of ego. So in astrology, it, along with the energy of Pisces, rules the 12th house which is related to what's going on behind the scenes, okay, in our subconscious, our unconscious. It's where we suppress things. It's where we might be or feel imprisoned. So Neptune is at home in Pisces, so that means it's getting shit done in its own energy, right? It's cohesive. Neptune connects us to oneness, to the unity of the infinite, our infinite experience and our infinite connection to all that is. In order to feel that connection, though, we have to be willing to release the attachments and the walls that we have erected that stop unity within. So, like I said earlier, Neptune retrogrades often, about 50% of the time, and it's going to be retrograde through the end of November. So we can expect that internally our collective is going to do a deep dive into um, internally uncovering and revealing uh, the nightmares that block us from our dreams. Okay, so the nightmare would be the shadow expression of um, Neptune, and a dream is the positive expression, right? So we're undoing... Uh, we're undoing like whatever material is there. We're unraveling it and understanding it. So expect for your dreams and the healing work that you do when you're sleeping to become a lot more active, a lot more vivid. This is a great time to write down your dreams. Remember, set an intention before you go to sleep to remember your dreams. Um, and then any... Um, if you're a lucid dreamer, that's amazing. Get some work done in them dreams. Um, any symbolism that comes up, you saw a horse, you saw a goat, you saw, you know, I don't know, something was going on with your toenails or something. Look up the dream interpretation of it. Google it. Okay, or better yet, if you have books on symbolism, um, 
look up the symbolism and see what messages your your um, inner guidance is trying to get to you through the imagery. Um, if you have a lot of hidden demons at this time, then you might struggle with sleep or nightmares right now. Um, but you could just as easily also use this time to connect more deeply with the love and oneness of the collective consciousness. We have to decide for ourselves how we will work with the material. It might be a combination of seeing the divine in everything and fucking feeling really overwhelmed by um, pain. Can be, it can be both of them at the same time. This is a portal of time to seek to align all parts of ourself with spirit, the universe, internally. So your intuition is going to be stronger right now. Um, insights are going to be quick and deep, especially in this eclipse wait window. However, if you are not clear in your physical body, then you're not going to feel clear in your intuitive guidance. Um, so we want to cut things out that are um, pushing us emotionally into places maybe we don't need to go, like alcohol and drugs, things like that, caffeine, sugar. Sometimes it just really exacerbates the body's natural rhythm. So given the tarot card this week, we're really susceptible to burnout and overwhelm. Um, you might have some really exciting new information about yourself and about the world coming up, but you need to take the time to really process the feelings and find rest and recuperation. This retrograde energy, as well as Mars, which is our action-aggression impulse, it, it's in its last degrees of Pisces. Um, so those, these first couple of days may really put your obsessions, anxieties, guilt, shame, and addictions into overdrive. You might feel just sleepier than usual, foggier. You might feel extremely emotional. You might be like me, just like ready to cry at the drop of a hat. Um, you might have some past life connections coming up. You know, the wisdom here is really to come home to yourself. Just accept it. Accept slowness. Get support. Reach out and have a session maybe with someone else and be supported. Set yourself up for nourishment and for nurturing. That's Monday and Tuesday, the 22nd and 23rd of June, when Neptune in, is going to start its Pisces retrograde. Wednesday and Thursday, the 24th and 25th of June, Venus in Gemini is going to go direct. This is awesome. <laughs> We're going to feel a lot less... Um, it's going to feel slow. It's going to feel less slow. Right, even though it's still we're still doing this emotional communication thing with um, Mercury retrograding in Cancer, Venus in Gemini going direct means that a lot of this stuff that we felt maybe unable to act on to do with our worth and our value and that of the collective, now we can maybe see how to make those moves. This was such a meaningful and important transit for us. We could finally see in our mind's eye, which is that Gemini energy parts of what has been unconsciously blocking a lot of love and beauty from manifesting in our world. You know, how can we experience oneness when parts of our society and world 
you know, other energy beings that inhabit our collective are being violently harmed and oppressed. And, and it's still happening. So this powerful Venus retrograde got many of us, many of us, and I've seen, I have seen fucking Mitt goddamn Romney walking in a BLM protest, and um, I have seen many Republican people upstate where I live having discussions about racism and I see people shifting, um, shifting in their, in their consciousness. And this is really what we needed to do. We needed to be able to shift these beliefs and these values. And I think so many people did. Did everybody do it? No. There's plenty of people who are fucking ignorant and they are just hell bent on their own selfish, painful agendas. But everybody's, that's not everybody. There's a lot of this energy really helped us to realign our beliefs and values towards union with one another. Um, So I feel like this was a really auspicious and wonderful retrograde for us to experience. So as the energy moves direct, we're now going to move forward outwardly with what we've been discovering. So we want to take this time now to to stay curious, to be talkative um, about you know, and friendly with the world around us, to communicate with the world around us clearly, to ask for what we need to feel loved, ask for it, use your words, and to be willing to give um, love to yourself and to others. This is an important time to have those important conversations you've been afraid, unwilling, or unable to make so far. Um, however you feel that is manifesting in, in your life. Maybe it's a hard conversation at work, in a romance, or with a family member. It is time to communicate our needs and desires with one another more clearly. So you might just be like figuring that out, figuring those things out for yourself here um, with this with Venus going direct. Uh, and Mercury still retrograding, or you may be at a place where it's time to share that with others, what you've discovered. Very positive uh, shift with the Venus going direct. Um, now let's look to the weekend. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, the 26th through the 28th. So Mars is going to enter Aries. Although this is a slow summer due to these six retrogrades, During the next few weeks, there is an ability to act more freely than we have been able to do so far. And this is because Mars is at home in Aries. And that is its cohesive energy. That's the energy it really wants to be in. This fiery warrior placement means that tempers can explode, but boundaries can be fiercely protected. It also means that we can get shit done. It's a fucking amazing energy for creative pursuits, for working, for just like catapulting yourself forward, um, you know, with with whatever it is that um, you feel driven by right now. Um, Mars is going to go retrograde in September. So any actions that we're beginning now 
they're going to be reviewed through the fall. And by mid-November, we're actually going to, we will have had like a totally, we'll have a, a, a full um, cycle experience with whatever's going on right now. You're really going to see your, your results manifesting more clearly. Um, so with Mars and Aries, Mars, our action energy, it's our masculine force and drive, really. Assertiveness, anger, aggression, action, competition, impatience, and the urge to follow your own willpower will be increased. We want to remember to temper extremes, though. We've got to be willing to apply limits to ourself. If we're already restless and impulsive, we definitely want to make sure that we're checking in with that during the Mars and Aries energy. It's going to feel so much different than the Mars and Pisces, which has been like watery and like, you know, also amazing though. The Mars and Pisces energy at this time has helped us to see we've got to connect with oneness. We are one. We need to support all people. We need to make sure that people who are still enslaved in this country are being treated equally, are being treated with love and care and compassion. Um, so Mars in Pisces was very helpful for that our, that our actions were driven by this um, need for unconditional love for all beings. Now, though, we're going to be driven by this need to move forward as ourselves in the world, as our unique self. Um, so the things that we um, feel passionate about, our projects, our lives, uh, it's time to put that into motion. And what we will do, each of us, now, in the pursuit of that unconditional love for the collective. So, this will be a time when we really need to curb our anger. Anger is powerful. I don't think it's a, a, a bad trait to have. But we want to consider what's underneath our anger. So, if you feel triggered by something, you want to look really deeply at what's underneath the situation you're in, where that tender place is inside of you that needs care. We do this because we don't want to project our anger onto others and make them, you know, the source of our anger, when the source of our anger is always going to be a place within us that needs to be cared for. So um, we've got until the end of August right now to get a lot done. Of course, the next three weeks, we're still in Mercury retrograde. So we might be getting a lot done internally right now. Um, so still be patient. Um, it's an amazing time for creativity. Anything you can do creatively, anything you can do in terms of like your own personal healing, mothering yourself, um, really looking at your inner wounds, doing the work that it takes to uncover what's going on, on behind the scenes. This is a, a, an absolutely imperative time for that. So claim that for yourself. Just claim it. You know, you have the right to take your time and be patient with yourself and give yourself just as much time as you do 
to make money or do any, or any of those outward things as you do to nurture your inner child and whatever's going on with you internally. I want to thank the monthly energy report supporters and patrons. Thank you so much who help support the availability of this information in these formats. And a special thanks this week to Holly uh, for their Venmo support. I appreciate you. If you'd like to send support via Venmo, you can send any amount to at Rebecca-C-O-N-R-A-N, Rebecca Conran, with a dash in between the two names. Um, or you can become a patron. Um, you could also just share this with a friend. If you enjoy this, you could share it um, in your social media. Um and help other people to find support. Um, yeah. I um, am upstate New York in Mountaindale, and uh, I've just recently opened my shop and studio space. And um, if you find yourself near me, um, please come and say hello. And uh, if you'd like an in-person session, I'm going to be conducting them here now, my treatment room with masks. And um, I'll also be doing some small, limited space sound baths. So there'll be some sound baths where it'll be about five people are allowed to, to participate at a time. Um, so you can follow Yin Spiritual Center on Instagram if you are a New Yorker and or somebody who thinks you might come and visit one day. It's a beautiful, scenic, picturesque part of uh, New York in the Catskills. Um, it's a beautiful place to come in the summer because there's so much lovely swimming and creeks and the nature all through fall is just a beautiful time to be upstate New York. Um, and I look forward to seeing your faces if you are passing through my town. All right, loves. Well, I'm sending you so much love. Thank you for your support too. And I will talk to you next week.